The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio. This is the Employment Law Show on Global News Radio. It sure is. Eight minutes after seven o'clock. Welcome to it. John Scholes here along with Lior Samfiru, founding partner Samfiru to Market, LLP, the most positively reviewed employment law firm in this entire country. How about that? We were going to do uh, just a hodgepodge of things tonight, but uh, here is the deal. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the last show we did, the other show we did live, we talked about mandatory vaccines and the uh, floodgates on phone calls both during and after the show was absolute mayhem. You've got tons of questions about this. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back through this. We're going to give this a second kick at the can and talk about mandatory vaccinations tonight as well. If we get to a few emails, that's fine. But talking about this topic is huge. It's super topical. And, of course, your phone calls, uh, we're ready to go. 416-870-6400. That is how you want to chime in with your questions. you probably got a billion of them. But we'll try to go to a couple uh, at least tonight. If you've got a couple to bring uh, to the table, we'd love to. I'd love to talk to you. The show is all about you. And uh, other than that, it's help at employmentlawyer.ca. And outside of the hour of the show, anytime, get a hold of Lior's team, one 821 5900 But as mentioned, we're going to get back into the mandatory vaccination topic because it's just been blown up for you guys. So busy at the firm, Lior. And uh, we'll get to it. How are you, pal? What's going on? Well, John, I, I am hoping I can be on my game uh, this eve because, honestly, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. You know, it's only the, the second workday of the week, but uh, I've been answering hundreds and hundreds of emails, phone calls, messages uh, with people concerned about the vaccine and, and their employer's ability to mandate it and require it and losing their job uh, potentially if they don't get vaccinated. So we need to dedicate some time today talking about that and to take your calls. So you have an opportunity now, if your job has been impacted, to ask the question, to get information, to make sure you understand what your rights are and what your obligations are when it comes to vaccines, when it comes to getting vaccinated and your work and your job. So we need to talk about that. These are important topics. Now, I want to say one thing right at the outset. We're going to talk about the law. Okay, the law doesn't have an opinion. The law does is not for vaccines or against vaccines. The law is the law. Me personally, if you're asking Lior, I'm for vaccines. Okay, but it doesn't really matter what I think. It doesn't matter what John Scholes here thinks. What matters is what the law says. And what the law says is that an employer imposing mandatory vaccines could be problematic, could be illegal. So if you want to know about your rights, your entitlements, your uh, uh, entitlements in this particular situation, now's the time. Of course, if you have other questions about employment law, bring them on as well. And of course, before we get to our phone calls, one reminder, of course, that if you want to connect with me off air, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people have been doing in the last 24 hours alone, not a problem. We're going to give you my contact information throughout the show, phone, email. So uh, look, uh, look forward to that. And we'll get uh, we'll get right into it again. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. As Lior said, anything under the employment law umbrella could still be about severance, losing a job, you know, independent contractor. We answer all those questions we have for nine years, and we will continue tonight. But super focused on uh, mandatory vaccinations. If you have those questions, bring them on. So we'll get into it. George, first off the hop. Good evening. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? 
Good, sir. What's uh, what's on your mind? Okay. Um, I have been off since March 27th, 2019. First, I was put on a layoff for the two weeks that the uh, the that the uh, the province was shutting down. Then I was kept on layoff. Never heard from my employer much. Uh, I was advised to not advised. I, I was advised that I could go two ways. One was just to go after it as a constructive dismissal at that time, or if I wanted to keep working, I could send a letter saying that um, I accept it due to COVID, but I don't uh, recognize it as a a term of my employment. Uh, So then it went from there. I had several discussions with him last summer. And by the time that was over, I got a letter that said that I was on infectious disease leave. And now... That is coming to an end, I believe, on the 25th of September. But my all my benefits are running out next week. So I'm kind of wondering if I should shoot him an email, trying to pressure him um, somehow, or just get lawyers involved now. So, uh, George, my understanding is, I think you said March 2019. I think you meant March 2020. There was no COVID in March 2019. Yeah, okay. So as soon as COVID started, yes. Sorry. Right. Okay. So the thing is, if you've accepted the, the the layoff, then right now you really only thing you can do is you have to wait and see whether you get called back to work. Currently, the infectious disease leave ends on March the 20 or September the 25th. Uh, now, if you hadn't accepted it, then you could say today. You could say. To, to more you could have done yesterday, you say this is a constructive dismissal. So at this point, I think your only option really is to see if you get called back to work. Now, if you're if uh, the infectious disease leave ends September 25th and you're not back to work, at that point, yeah, you can absolutely say constructive dismissal. Now that that's a different uh, scenario altogether. So right now, the best bet is to wait until September the 25th. Uh, and see what your employer does. Now, there's also the possibility that the province may extend the infectious disease leave. So we have to watch out for that. That's why it's always important not to accept a a, a layoff because that kind of gets you stuck and allows you or or doesn't allow you to pursue a constructive dismissal. Yeah, I know. But a lawyer um, advised me of those were my two choices. And and, um, I took it thinking that I was doing the right thing because I still wanted to work. Like you have to understand I'm, at the time, I was a few months away from being 65. So my my employer, what he's in in he's done is he's he's used this as a tool to to try to get me to retire. Well, let's see what happens September the 25th. If you're not back at work, then yeah, you you could be owed as much as 24 months pay. So stay in touch with me, uh, George, and let's talk uh, once we know what happens September 25th. That's just coming up in a couple of weeks. George, appreciate your time. Going to move on and to reach out afterwards and uh, going forward for that matter, one 821 5900 But, of course, here and now, 416-870-6400. Damien, thanks for hanging on. Good evening. How you doing? Good, brother. What's uh, What's on your mind? Okay, well, I have a job offer, 
at uh, another employer right now or another company right now. My question is, if I sign that job offer, then I'll go back and tell my current employer that I've signed it, I'm taking a job, I'm going to quit. If they come back with a counter offer and I decide to stay at my current job, is there any repercussions for signing that job offer and then later dismissing it from the other company? Well, potentially. So here's how it could be. If, for example, uh, you tell the new company, I'm going to, yeah, I'm in, I signed, I'm starting there in three weeks. And they right. say, okay, great. So we're going to tell all the other candidates that they're, they don't have the job. And if because of that, now they're kind of in a tough situation, they don't have another candidate and they right. lose money because they don't have someone in the job, potentially they could pursue it against you. The chances are very yep. small, but in theory, if by you uh, changing your mind, they lose something financially, they can go after you for those losses. Yeah, the chances of okay. that being possible are, are very small, but I can't tell you that it's impossible. I see. Perfect. Thanks, Damien. Appreciate that. Again, you can reach out uh, afterwards if you want to. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Let me squeeze Lydia in here before we uh, we take a short break. Hi, Lydia. Thank you for standing by. Good evening. Oh, good evening. Can you hear me okay? Sure can. Go ahead. What's on your mind? Thank you for taking my call. So I just got the bad news today that I work for the town of Oakville, and I'm a crossing guard. And they are going to go to court on September the 13th to pass uh, that all the employees will be double vaccinated. And I'm just, uh, you know, like, I don't understand why me, who works outside, needs to be vaccinated. I'm wearing the mask, and yet people in restaurants are allowed to sit out on the patio because they're outside. And I'm just wondering if I have any rights. I'm not union. Uh, what else can I tell you? They said there'll be no religious exemptions, uh, just a medical exemption. And uh, I think that's uh, all I can say. And they said, well, we'll have to probably put you on long-term dismissal. So if there's any advice that you can give me, I'm not sure if they can really mandate these things. Is this something that has to be legislated by the federal government? or? So, Lydia, here's the... so. You said you're not part of a union, is that right? No, I'm not. It's the town of Oakville. Other people are, but I'm not. Sure. How long have you worked there for? Uh, I would say about 14, 15 years. So it's, the, the issue here is not really a legal one. The issue here is a practical one. Here's what I mean by that. Legally speaking, I can tell you that what they do, they're doing may be illegal, that that could be discriminatory. But in a way, that doesn't matter because... If they're gonna, if they're willing to do that and let you go, they will let you go. There, there's no way to stop them, even if it's illegal. What it means that it's illegal is that you would be owed compensation, potentially north of a year's pay, potentially as much as 18 months' pay, and even potentially some human rights damages you would be owed. But you have to decide ultimately: Are you willing to lose your job? Because you cannot physically restrain them and prevent them from letting you go. So it may be illegal, but that also means that that only means that you would be owed compensation. If you lose your job because of this, Lydia, or if you're suspended or put on the leave, give me a call because at that point we need to get you the compensation that you're owed. Okay, I, I love my job. It's really emotional for me to let go because I love being part of the community. I have excellent reference from my boss how good of an employee I am. 
it is such a shame. Like, I mean, I'm working outside. It, it's so ridiculous, some of these yeah. rules. Yeah. So you well, ultimately have to make that decision. I mean, I'm not going to even comment as to whether it's a good idea or a bad idea to have mandatory vaccines. I can tell you that legally that's very problematic, which is why you would be entitled to compensation if ultimately you lose your job. Again, Liddy, got to let you go because we've got to slip into a break. We're running a bit over, but I'll give you a number and an email where you can reach out anytime. Have a further chat with Lior, member of his team, one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca. They have helped thousands of people across this country get the compensation they deserve. Sam Firu to Mark and LLP. Reach out to them. Reach out to Lior and his team. We'll take a short break. Get to Tony and Addy. Guys, stand by. We'll get to you and your phone calls. You want to talk about vaccinations? That's that's the focus. Always has been for the last couple of weeks. 416-870-6400. We'll continue. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio. Welcome back to the Employment Law Show. On Global News Radio. I want to contact Lior and his team confidentially anytime. Email help at employmentlawyer.ca and 1-855-821-5900. If you've experienced changes to your job, human rights issues, vaccine questions, ask some questions about severance like we always do. At least once a show, we'll get a few questions about that. So you can bring that on. You can call Lior outside the show. But 416-870-6400. Got to get through our phone calls tonight. Top priority. Tony, thanks for standing by. Good evening. Hey, how are you doing? Good, pal. What's uh, what's on your mind? Yeah, so my situation is that like um, I'm unionized, right? And uh, I'm frontline, you can say. Like I, I'm not like a doctor or a nurse, but I was actually even more like intimate with like people like on the society because I'm going into people's houses, right? So I never received like any kind of like hazard pay or nothing. I never received server or anything. The only thing I got was possibly being exposed to the virus where I might have, like, developed, like, natural antibodies to the, the whole thing, right? So now they're saying that it's mandatory, right, to get vaccinated. But it's not an anti-vaccine thing for me. It's just that I don't put anything in my body that's not natural. That's just my belief, right? So I know that, like, if you're not unionized, um, uh, constructive dismissal and severance doesn't apply to us, but like if the government can just like heavy-handedly say everybody should get vaccinated, isn't this something that should be put in place for unionized workers? If we do want to like take the severance or whatever. Well, the the problem here, Tony, is is not whether this is legal. The problem is what do you do about it? And because you're unionized, the only one that can do something about it, the only one that's allowed to do something about it, is your union. So if your union uh, supports you, then they'll file a grievance and they can get you reinstated and get compensation, etc. If the union doesn't support, they may say, well, we just want everyone to be vaccinated and we don't care about anything else. Then unfortunately, you don't have any options. Uh, a non-union employee has various options to get compensation. A union employee has to go through the union and only the union. So I'm going to direct you to talk to your union 
and push them as much as you can. And if you have colleagues, have them push the union because there's really no other options for unionized employees. Tony, appreciate your time. I'm going to move on to uh, to Addy. Addy, thank you for standing by. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Hello. Great. Go ahead. Uh, so my situation, I am I'm not unionized. I have my company has been paying me through the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy Program until this week. It's been a year, and this week they told us that this would be the last week they would pay us through CEWS and asked us to go on EI. Uh, my question is. Let's say my EI term is done, like I get paid through whatever, 20 weeks, 25 weeks. At what point of time does my employer is obligated to give me my severance package and say go, or they are just like sort of delaying this as long as they can? That, that's up to you. You can get your severance package right now. So oh. if, if you allow your employer, they can drag it you know, forever because you, allowed it to, you allow it to happen. The reality is that in this situation, the law says it's up to you. So if you want to get your severance now, if you consider your employment to be terminated, which you absolutely can, then you can get your severance now. If you want to do it later, you can do it later. The only time you can't do it is after they call you back to work. So as long as it's before you you go back to work, you can do it, but that is up to you. Uh, so I'll leave that to you, but it can it cannot be more than two years after the the layoff started. Okay, so it has to be within the two years, and after that you can't. But it's up to you, Adi. That's that's great. Thank you so much. Me and my colleagues are in the same boat, and good to know. Thank you very much. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your time, Adi. You want to reach out a little further to Lior and his team? You can. His uh, his colleagues one eight five five eight. Two one fifty nine hundred help at employmentlawyer.ca through email. But here and now, lots of time, lots of phone lines, 416-870-6400. That's how you get your questions answered. Hi, Kelly. Thank you for standing Hi. by. Good evening. Thank you. Um, my no question is, it's not about me because I'm too old for this to happen to. Um, my daughter is a, a nurse. Um, She works at a very big hospital. She never wanted to get vaccinated because of all the fear of how it could affect you, you know, being a woman and whatnot. And she's just starting her family now. She was told uh, a couple days ago that it was mandatory that everybody in there must be vaccinated. If not, they had to take an unpaid leave of absence until they were vaccinated and or subject themselves to testing, you know, two times a week or whatever. So, of course, you know, she has a mortgage. She has a family right now that she has to support. She went, she got her vaccination, calls me just crying because now she's terrified that she's not going to be able, you know, to have a baby. It's kind of complicated, eh? So uh, has her employer given her the option of having regular COVID tests instead of a vaccine? Well, they do. They can right now, but up to a certain date, they must be vaccinated. Must be. So she did get her first one, and she is just, all she does is cry because she's terrified that she's not going to be able to have a child. So, uh, Kelly, uh, I take it because she's a nurse at a hospital, she's uh, part of the union. She's actually a part-time permanent so no i do not believe she's part of the union right now she's a permanent employee but she's classed as permanent part-time so if she is not part of the union again only if she's not then if if her employer said too bad uh testing is not going to be an option we're still going to let you go if you don't get vaccinated that absolutely if she loses her job could be a wrongful dismissal 
and a human rights violation, meaning she would be owed compensation if she loses her job. That said, that's not going to save her job because there's no way to prevent the hospital from letting her go. It's simply a matter of making them pay her compensation if that happens. So ultimately, the decision, and I know it's kind of like like a Sophie's Choice type of a situation, not a, not a good choice to have, but the, the choice is, do I keep my job and get vaccinated or do I not get vaccinated, lose my job, and then pursue compensation? That's the choice she has to make, unfortunately, because the law cannot prevent the hospital from letting her go. The law can just make the hospital pay her compensation if they do let her go. But then who's to say, okay, let's say she's not getting pregnant. She's not getting pregnant. I mean, she has one child. He's two and a half. She's not getting pregnant. Two, three years go by. How do you even know if it was from the vaccine? I, you, you can't, I can't comment about anything medical. I'm, I'm certainly going to tell you about what her legal options are. So from a legal standpoint, those are her options to, to keep her job, get vaccinated or, or not. Uh, get vaccinated, lose her job, and then pursue compensation. If she wants to pursue compensation, I'd be happy to help her. Appreciate your time. Kelly, going to move on. And uh, for your daughter or yourself to reach out, no problem. one 821 When we're not on air any other time, you could use that number. But here and now, still got some still got some time. Yeah, busy show. That's how we thought it would be and expected to be and love it. That it is as well. 416-870-6400. Lynn, you're up next. Good evening. Good evening. Um, I worked at my place business for nine years. I'm 65 years old. My company contracts into the hospital. And they have told us that we have to get vaccinated. Um, If we don't get vaccinated right away, we have to have COVID tests twice a week up until October 31st. And if we do not get vaccinated, we no longer have a job. And I don't know what my legal rights are for that. So it, it, your situation is very similar to what uh, the previous caller was calling about. And that is that in this situation, what your employer is doing is, is and if you lose your job, that's going to be wrong. It's potentially illegal. It would be a wrongful dismissal and maybe even a human rights violation. But ultimately, you can't prevent your employer from letting you go. It's just about pursuing compensation. So the choice, again, that, that unpleasant choice that you have okay. to make is, do I keep my job and get vaccinated? That's option number one. Or do I choose not to get vaccinated? I lose my job, but then I pursue compensation. So that is the okay. choice that you have to make because we cannot prevent your employer from letting you go. Okay, so they've told me, because I refuse to get tested, because I said, what, so I'm going to get tested till October 31st while you find a new person. And then I'm getting fired. I said, I'm not getting tested. So now I'm not at work as of this week. I can't go to work because I won't so, get tested. So right now you're already owed compensation. So what I want you to do, Lynn, is I want you to call me at the office or email me at the office and let's talk about what you're owed. It could be you know, north of a year's pay given what you've told me, uh, potentially more than that. So uh, let's connect off air. Uh, John here will give you that contact information. So I look forward to chatting with you off air. Lynn, appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, and again, here it comes one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. But with the remaining time, if you want to get the uh, the fast track to some answers, four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. As you as you know, Anthony, hi, how are you? Good evening, John Lior. Thank you for taking my call, gentlemen. Um, because I listen to you guys religiously, I've gained the knowledge through YouTube uh, nice. about union employees. 
I am a TTC employee, so I already know Lior, sir. All the collective barter, they own me, et cetera, et cetera. I can't, unfortunately, use your service. What I don't understand, sir, why I'm calling is we're talking about thousands of employees here by the deadline uh, about sh- showing proof of vaccination and or being vaccinated. Um, because my job is seniority-based, it's not a regular job like working at a bank. This is seniority-based, which I've incurred over 11 years. How does that work? I mean, does the city of Toronto legally in general, the province of, do they know what they're doing as far as we're talking millions of dollars in compensation? Like, do, do they have any idea? Like, like they want us to disclose our vaccination status. Is that legal? My doctor says it's not, but I'd rather ask you that on air than my doctor says that's patient doctor privileged information. But we're talking, Mr. Lior, about millions of dollars of, because there's a lot of employees that work for TBZ. I'm confused here. Am I going to lose my job? Well, uh, if your employer says if you don't get vaccinated, you will lose your job, then and if you don't get vaccinated, you will definitely lose your job because we can't stop that from happening. But then your union would have to support you and file a grievance to try to get you reinstated with back pay. Now, you, you would know this better than me, but I've read in the news that the TTC union said that they're going to support their uh, employees so they don't lose their job. So, but that would be up to your union to do that. Uh, in, listen, in terms of do they realize the exposure, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to get into their minds, but I agree with you that the exposure for employers across the province that terminate employees is massive. It's huge. Uh, and it's just a fact. It's a legal fact. And in your case, I hope that your union uh, supports you, and I hope that, that it gets resolved to your satisfaction. I'm just confused of the, the, the ramifications, Lior and John, as far as thousands of employees for DTC in general. Um, do I have to answer the question, sir? Uh, we want you to disclose your, vac- uh, your vaccine uh, status. Is, is, that a, is my doctor right? Do I have to disclose that, or is that privileged doctor information? But, but I, I think you're asking the wrong question. The, 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 the right question is not do I have to disclose it. The right question is what happens if I don't? And I can tell you what's going to happen if you don't is you're going to lose your job. Uh, because, as I said, you can't prevent that from happening. I, yeah, you, you, your union can grieve that if they choose to grieve that. So I can tell you here, no, no, you don't have to. And no, I don't think you do have to. But ultimately, that's not the right question. The right question is what happens if I don't? And I said you will lose your job. Anthony, got to run, got to take some more calls. Appreciate uh, appreciate the call, and uh, you've been listening all this time. You, you've obviously learned a lot, and we love that. That is the point of the show since day one, nine years ago. So we'll carry on here, 416-870-6400. In between all this, we will get to some mandatory vaccine chat if we have time, but we prefer talking to you guys. Uh, Maureen, you're, uh, you're up. Good evening. Hi there. So my question is similar to ones that have already been asked, but a little cool. bit different. Um, I have been off. Um, since the beginning of COVID, and I'm about to return to work uh, as they have reopened. Um, But a couple weeks after I return to work, it's going to be mandatory vaccines. Um, If I choose not to get vaccinated, uh, will I still be owed severance? Um, Could I go after that, even though I've returned to work? So you, you have already returned to work? No, I'm about to. And you've been off uh, for since COVID started. Uh, you have, have you worked at all? That's cr- correct. No, I have not worked at all. So they called the, me the, back, but yeah. um, I wasn't able to return uh, because of childcare. Yeah. So the reality is that 
even if they don't call you back, regardless of the vaccine, you could get severance because that layoff that they put you on whenever it was, probably in 2020, is a termination. So they don't didn't have a right to, to, to put you on the layoff to begin with. So you, you can decide to pursue severance right now. But beyond that, if you do go back to work, if they then terminate you because you did not get vaccinated, as I've been telling callers today, yes, you would be owed severance and potentially human rights damages. This assumes, of course, you're not part of a union. So severance, they're, they're not going to legally be able to avoid paying you severance. That, that's certainly something you should know. Okay, so it doesn't matter if I return to work or not. I was worried that if I return to work, then I wouldn't get severance, but that's not the case. If you return to work and then they terminate your employment, then you would absolutely be out severance. Great. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, Maureen. You need to uh, have a further conversation? Easy. one 821 5900 Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Let's keep it going. We're on a good roll. Stephen, thanks for standing by. Good evening. How are you? Hi, guys. Um, I, I work in a company that has... Um, let's say many employees and there's a group of about 10 of us that are adamant about um, different reasons on the vaccine. Myself, I've had COVID and I'm told by several medical experts that I have immunity already. And I just wondered with what's going forward, Lior, who, who are the expert witnesses when it comes time to, if, if it has to go to court? Who are the doctors? Because as we stand, uh, you know, everybody from Dr. Fauci to Dr. Our Ontario Chief, Dr. Moore, Dr. Tam, none of them have ever treated a COVID patient. So who are they going to bring forth as expert witnesses compared to other doctors who have? So... To be clear, there won't be any expert witnesses in court. There won't be any need for expert witnesses because the question in court is not going to be whether or not the vaccine is good or bad and uh, whether it's effective or not. The question is going to be, generally speaking, does the employer have a right to mandate vaccines or is that a a human rights violation? That's a legal issue, not a medical issue. So there will be no witnesses, no, well, there'll be no doctors, let's put it that way, no, no experts in that regard. It's actually a very simple type of an analysis. So don't worry about Dr. Fauci, Dr. Tam, none of that's going to be relevant if there's ever issues uh, surrounding the, this, uh, this mandatory vaccines. Steve, appreciate that. Going to get to, uh, to Andy next. Hi, Andy. Good evening. How's it going? Good. What's up? Um, okay. So a year ago... March that went by, I went off on um, COVID-related issues. I have an underlying condition, right? Yep. Yep. And I went back in uh, a year ago last month, August. So the first day I went back to work, now they had a nurse and protocol and all that. So I figured I'd give it a try. So I go back and... The very first day I was there, after two hours, they sent me home. They said, you got to come back tomorrow. We haven't got the papers proper yet. So I came back the next day, and they took me into a side room, and they had uh, they basically fired me for theft, for something that happened uh, five months before. Sandy, what, what, what's, what's your question? Uh, we just have to get one more call, uh, and we're off the air soon. 
my question is, can they fire me for theft, even though I never stole anything? I never took anything out of the property. It's just it, like I've been there 20 years. Um, I've seen a lot of guys get fired for theft and get their job back after two weeks, and, and they're leaving the property with goods. And here I am. I, I, they said I went to the locker room with some goods. And they fired so me. my understanding is, uh, just looking at the notes here, that you have an arbitration coming up with the union. So uh, the right. union is going to grieve this, and if the employer can't prove that you stole... Well, thought, it's been through the grievance period, the first and second stage. It's been denied now and going to arbitration. Right, right exactly. So, And if, they, if the employer can't prove that you stole, they're going to lose. If they can prove it, then, then you're going to not be successful. But the union is going to grieve it, are grieving it. So uh, hopefully it works out your way to arbitration. Let's get to one more call here, I think, before we uh, sail on. Danielle, you're, uh, you're it. Good evening. Hi, good evening. Um, my question is, I, we, I received an email yesterday saying that by October 31st, all of us have to be vaccinated. We're not unionized. Um, I've been working there eight years. And the choices were, um, sorry, the choices were either full vaccination submit to the daily testing or take an unpaid leave. Now, I don't want to do the unpaid leave. Uh, sorry, I don't want to do the daily testing because it's inv invasive. I'd rather have other options. So, And then this unpaid leave has left me very unsettled. Like, what is my options here? So, Danielle, unless you have a medical exemption, something from a doctor saying you can't get a vaccine for medical reason. The reality is that if you don't do the testing or the vaccination, your employer is going to let you go or, or, or put you on an unpaid leave. They're going to do that because we cannot stop that. But you will be owed severance and potentially, you know, it could be significant amount. Uh, so okay. it's not, not a human rights violation if there's the option of having a COVID test instead of a vaccine. But uh, you would be owed severance. So you have to decide, would you rather lose your job in this situation or and get severance, or would rather keep your job, uh, but that's the choice. If you want to get your severance, if it comes to that, let me know, contact me, and I'll help you do it. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Danielle, for that uh, for that information. Final thoughts, pals. We wrap up here today. All the similar theme about you know what are my options if I don't want to get vaxxed, and can they ask me to get vaxxed, and uh, you know what happens at that point, right? So I'll tell you where where there's no government mandate that requires the company to have you vaccinated, and in Ontario we don't have that. An employer legally cannot actually mandate a vaccine. That could be a human rights violation on the basis of perceived disability. But if your employer does it still, if you don't get vaccinated, you will lose your job, but you can pursue compensation, pursue damages. For those individuals that ultimately lose their job, let's talk, I'll help you, but you have to make that decision. Ultimately, do you prefer to lose your job or to get the vaccine? Done. Busy Wednesday. Appreciate all of your phone calls and your time listening to the show. Once again, reaching out now, 1-855-821-5900, help at employmentlawyer.ca, or you can go to the website, employmentlawyer.ca, for more information. And covidrights.ca, quick questionnaire, get more information. That website's been up for a couple weeks now, courtesy of Lior and his crew, so you can do that. And there's always pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We'll catch you next time, Employment Law Show, but don't go anywhere. On point, coming right back, Alex Pearson, back in the chair, here with more on Global News Radio.
The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio.